What's up guys and welcome back to another episode of the First Offense audio installment. Pretty unbelievable race at Kansas. Bubba Wallace able to sweep the uh, Kansas races this year in that 45 car first Kurt Busch. Then Bubba Wallace, that car just had a ton of speed throughout the course of the race. It was a little on and off here, but eventually in both races, it just seemed to have made its way to the front and won pretty similar wins. Um, Bubba also got his first win on a intermediate, on a, like a non-drafting oval, and he didn't need any rain to shorten the race. He was able to just get the lead and drive away with it and he had a great pit stop at the end that probably won him the race because it gave him a nice lead and then when he lost a little when he was stuck behind Keselowski it didn't matter he was still able to hold Hamlin off and Hamlin just used this stuff up trying to catch him so amazing that the uh, 45 car prevailed yet again at Kansas and we got a ton of stuff to talk about the but playoff bubbles heating up, going to Bristol to an insane track. So we'll go over the standings and then talk about everything else. So another rough week for some drivers. Um, starting with Harvick, he obviously wrecked out. He's gonna probably be in a must-win situation. I would shock. I would be shocked if he was able to point his way in because he's got three cars above him: Briscoe, Dylan, Bush. So they would all have to have pretty major issues for him to be able to skip them so he's the only driver in a must win briscoe's down nine he he's in an okay position but i don't think he'll be able to go out there and outdrive all those drivers in front of him by that much and be in a position to point his way in austin dillon he's down three if he has a quiet day he might be able to sneak through kyle bush um i think that it's a matter of what Toyota has on the short tracks at Bristol because if Kyle has like a 10th place, 12th, 13th, 14th place car at the very least, he'll be all right. He'll probably be able to sneak through and some other guys are going to have issues, so he might be fine, but I still am not too confident about that team because they just haven't been able to finish races. Austin Sindrick, he's up too. I think he he's going to probably be outrun by Kyle, so that's where I fear for him if he doesn't pick any stage points that that little plus two can go away quick reddick plus two i think he'll be all right suarez plus six that this this fight from 14th to um what is that 14th to 10th is insanely tight sorry 15th to 10th it's nine six 15 points which is not much at all and then after that there's some separation. Chastain, though, I, it's not looking good for him. He's plus 26, but which is a huge gap. But I think that Harvick is not going to be happy about how he raced Bubble, which kind of ended Harvick's day. So I don't know if there could be retaliation there. There could also be retaliation from Hamlin. This is a short track. Someone's tempers are definitely going to be high, and we're going to see some stuff going down. It's just who's going to survive, who's going to either get wrecked out, go laps down, cut tires, etc. Elliot Bowman, Blaney are all about 30 points up. Blaney 36, Elliot 28, Bowman 30. They're in a good position. They just got to have a clean day. But I mean, I just, I don't feel comfortable if I'm at that point because stage one, you have an issue, you're, you could be done. And you're just at the mercy of how everyone else runs. 
Um, Logano, he's up forward. He's good at Bristol. I think he'll do whatever he's got to do to make it. He'll be fine, along with Hamlin, Byron. Christopher Bell is locked. So Christopher Bell, the only playoff driver locked. That's pretty – I don't think anybody saw that coming. He's just been consistent, had a fast car, got the stage points. His teammates are a little faster than him. He's – honestly, if you look, like at the Southern 500 – all three of his teammates were faster, but he was just the smartest. And even here, he got passed by about all of them at one point, and he just, again, had a good, nice race. Finished third, locked himself in. That's all he had to do, and he could easily pick up a win at Texas. So if I have to make predictions for who I think is going to advance looking at this, hmm, I don't know if Harvick can win. I mean, he's really good at Bristol. It'd be... It'd be pretty impressive if he was able to pull it off. I don't think Briscoe is going to make it. I don't think Austin Dillon's going to make it. I don't think Sindrick is going to make it. And I either don't think Suarez, Harvick, or Kyle Busch is going to make it. I think Chastain will barely advance unless somebody roughs him up too bad. I'm going to say that Harvick wins and Bush passes Suarez in points. Mm, that's a really that'd be a really hot take but I mean Harvick won Richmond it's a short track I don't know what to expect from it but I'll decide later I'm gonna think about it and when we do the Bristol preview I'll I'll decide who I think is gonna advance all right moving on to the actual race I think the first surface move of the race is gonna have to go to that move that Bubba made I don't remember exactly um when it happened hopefully you can recall it when i talk about it but i'll try to find the video and make a little clip and post it on my instagram it was when bubba when i think he went three wide with larson i think was definitely one of them maybe byron and logano maybe it was even hamlin or one of his teammates but he sent it in and did a slide job and it gained him a ton of positions and then I would say that was the turning point when he became the Toyota that was going to win because obviously a Toyota was just destined to win that. They were so fast, Bell, Hamlin, and Bubba, and that move got Bubba behind Bowman. Then I think that's when he ran him down and passed him at the end of the stage, so that's what won him the race. It was a great move, and I think that's like the step he needed to take to be able to do to be able to win a race, and he's at that point now. Bubba Walls is probably going to have to get the underdog of the race, too. Um, I don't. I mean, some people thought he was a good long shot pick. And I picked Reddick as a long shot pick, and obviously he led all the laps in the beginning. But a lot of people commented on my post and said, what about Bubba Walls? And I said, yeah, he can definitely go out there and win it. He And he's he was so fast here in the spring. He just had pit crew issues. And then the other Toyotas had issues all day today and he was the one that just stayed in the top five and then capitalized when it counted so underdog of the race goes to him pretty wild to see another week where we get a non-playoff driver winning they must be both thinking they wish they made it they'd both be locked into the next round but really some of the um, playoff drivers just have not showed up and gone out there and raced well like Elliott's been quiet. Larson couldn't really get anything going. Kyle Busch, again, can't finish races, has probably a top four or five car, maybe even better. 
Harvick issues, Chastain not doing much either. And um, yeah, that's going to have to change if you want to make it to the, through the next round. I think someone who's really picked it up is Hamlin. Uh, he's He's been fast um, both weeks in these first two playoff races, second twice in a row. So obviously they're just missing one little step to pick it up. I think they're going to need that in going into the next round just because Talladega and the Roval. We know that the Toyotas aren't very good on road courses, but I think they're going to run well throughout these playoffs after seeing their first two results. Anyways, overall, I thought it was a good race, really good race, actually. I mean, besides the tire problems, just the issues with Goodyear. I don't know what it is about this racetrack. There's quite a bit of tire wear, and I think that they probably run really aggressive setups, and that's the issue. Um, I'm sure they want to run those setups, but Goodyear tells them not to, and they're just taking a risk. That's why they have the speed that they do, you know, Stenhouse, Reddick. Reddick crashed from the lead again. That's unfortunate for him in the eight car. We'll talk about what's going on with Kyle Busch potentially going to RCR in a little bit. But, yeah, great truck race and Xfinity race, too. Xfinity race got rained out, which sucked, but that last stint at the end was really good racing. Gregson wins again. I was two for two on the weekend. I went with Nemechek, Gregson, and Kyle Busch. Um, trying to complete the weekend sweep. Busch just spun and wrecked his car and had nothing after that. So, yeah, I thought overall it was a good week race weekend and it's set up bristol is just going to be totally insane i can't wait it's going to be a great race i'll be there for the xfinity race and the cup race for sure i'm not sure about the truck race yet we're still thinking about it we'll probably end up going if we're there in time but yeah overall a good weekend at kansas now we're going to talk about bristol and what we might see there it's another triple header going into Bristol, trucks, Xfinity, cup cars. And it's the first race of the round of eight for the trucks. And then it's the season finale for the Xfinity cars. Let me check. There's not really much of a battle. I mean, Ty Gibbs is 38 below AJ Allmendinger, so I don't expect any crazy endings like we saw um, last year when it was so tight that Dinger and Sindrick were battling for that championship but it will be good though obviously short track tempers are going to be hot drivers are going to be trying to get their playoff points before the playoffs start so yeah and also drivers trying to win their way in too that might be a case truck series also i expect to be pretty wild just because the truckers are nuts and again guys trying to win their end maybe win their way in maybe um Eckes and Finger, some of the lower guys are going to be going for Ben Rhodes even he hasn't had too much speed this year he might want to get locked in quick and then obviously the cup series so that's going to be a beauty 500 laps it's just going to be nuts and the the playoffs aren't going to be set until it's all over with because I just I don't know I don't I have no idea there won't be as many um cut tires i don't think like we saw last year because of the new body so that will make it better though they'll be able to rough each other up more but i think that it's just gonna be a fight till the end and 
even if you don't have the best car if you can just stay up there you'll have a shot and if you look at these standings there's some drivers above the cutoff that really need to have good days and right below it Sindrick, Reddick, Suarez, Bush, Austin Dillon we talked about this later so or we talked about this earlier sorry so I'm gonna say that Dillon doesn't make it Briscoe doesn't make it Sindrick doesn't make it and I'm gonna say Suarez doesn't make it actually no I'm gonna say Harvick doesn't make it I don't think he can win I it would be unbelievable I mean I don't know if it would necessarily surprise me but it would be really hard for him to do so if I'm saying Harvick Briscoe Dylan Sendrick I think Bush will make it just because he's got he's a veteran he's got nine wins at Bristol I think he'll be fine I don't know if he'll be able to go out there and run top five but I think he'll do what he's got to do to survive and yeah just two points it's just you can't afford to do what you've been doing the team him blowing motors spinning and wrecking the car and over adjusting on it and everything so yeah and for my picks I've been thinking about this I really don't know who to go with so for the trucks I'm stuck between I feel like Ben Rhodes could have a really good day but I just think that the KBM trucks and Zane Smith are a little bit better I'm gonna say Zane Smith wins I think he's kind of due for one I think he'll have a good run and it's just gonna be a lot of bumping and banging so I could see anyone else up there win it Smith Nemechek Rhodes but I'm gonna go with Zane Smith um Xfinity series I don't know if Gregson could do um, three in a row that would be pretty crazy for him to do I do feel like Gibbs's short track package is a little bit better so I think I'm gonna say let's see I'm gonna just say Ty Gibbs I think he wins at Bristol um, yeah Gibbs cars won Richmond and Martinsville and I think that it translates over a little bit unlike the cup cars just because um, the Xfinity cars don't have as much of the aero problems that the cup cars have. So I think that they'll have a good short track package and Gibbs gets it done. Alright, cup series. This one's tough. I really don't know who's going to be good. Because Bristol's its own animal with this new car. I don't know how much of a factor aero is going to be because of how fast the track is. And because um, the banking and everything. And hopefully they can run two lanes. That would make it really good. I think if the Toyotas have, can bring that handling they have on the intermediates, they'll be really fast. But I just have, I don't know how you can predict how that goes. I'm going to say Reddick. I think he does it and he makes it through. Um, he's just had bad luck and I think he's going to get it together. And he was great at Darlington, good today at Kansas. I think he gets it done. So yeah, Zane Smith. Um, Ty Gibbs and Tyler Reddick. There's my picks. Long shot, I will say. Hmm. I'll say Chastain. Hmm. I don't know if that's a fair long shot. I, I'll say Harvick as a long shot just because how. No, that's not fair either. I don't know. Scratch that. I'm actually going to take Christopher Bell as my main pick, and I think it's fair to pick Tyler Reddick as a long shot. So, yeah, Christopher Bell, Tyler Reddick of a long shot. Reddick obviously hasn't won on an oval, so I think it's fair to put him as a long shot. I'm just really curious to see who brings speed here. Uh, who knows? 
I'm also curious to see if Kyle Busch makes it. That'd be crazy if he didn't. Um, he's just struggled, and there's some other drivers that are down there that could even have issues and not make it too. So we'll just have to wait and see what happens. It's set up to be one of the best races of the year. I've said that a bunch this year, but there's been so many great races. I hope there's a fight again and everything. Um, before we move on, I just found this um, on Twitter by Bob Pockris. So no matter what anyone else does, you can clinch with no stage points at Bristol. So say these drivers, if they just run and get no stage points and they finish in these positions, then they make it. So Byron 27th. So as long, if he can get some stage points and then he doesn't just wreck out, he'll be fine. Hamlin 26th, Logano 19th, Blaney 15th, Bowman 9th, Elliott 7th, Larson 6th, Chastain 5th. So really, this is not, um, that's not that easy. I mean, if you are Byron and you, you blow a motor in the first stage, you're done. Hamlin, Logano, same. And then you got Elliott Larson and Chastain who really actually have to not have issues and unless they're going to get some good stage points in stage one and two so it's going to be wild and i think some paybacks coming so some drivers better watch their back because they could definitely get their playoffs cut short because of that but yeah now we'll talk about everything going on with kyle bush and rcr and my thoughts on that so Kyle was asked if he was going to RCR, and he said no new updates. And Jordan Bianchi then tweeted and said that he was indeed going to RCR, according to his sources. I don't know what those sources are. I, I just I don't know how that all works. I mean, they said that um, Almirola was going to race, or they said he was retiring. I can't remember. Yeah, they said he was going to race, and then the next day he said, I haven't made a decision yet. So I don't know how accurate that is i mean i'm gonna everyone's tweeting about it and bob pockers even said it so yeah i'm guessing he's going to rcr and i see a lot of people saying curious as to how he's gonna run saying he's not gonna run very good blah 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 but if you look at reddick stats he actually has the most more top fives than any gibbs driver he has two wins hamlin has the most at two also with three less top five so I think Kyle has potential to do really well there and maybe that team setup is just maybe it's a little bit better for him and can actually work to his advantage and RCR can go back to being one of the best teams I don't know and I think they'll put a little more funding into him and everything and they know how good he is and if he brings that truck team in there it could change a lot of things so I think Kyle will be fine he's just struggled for the past two years and been inconsistent and has issues with his crew chief and all of that so I think it's like a good reset for him entering the prime of his career um, statistically according to everyone he's got a lot of years left to try to win another championship or two and score a bunch more wins so yeah um, the announcement's supposed to come Tuesday I'm assuming Ty Gibbs is going to go on the 18. Um, as for Reddick, I'm really curious to see what's going to happen with him. I, I mean, I don't know if he's going to be driving that A car next year. And uh, if he's not, I don't know what he's going to do. If Kurt Busch doesn't come back, sure, he could take the 45. 
but I think Kurt Busch is gonna come back, and if he doesn't, that's gonna be decided way late. So Reddick may be going on hiatus. I don't think Richard Childress is gonna try to buy a third charter, and if they do, that would mean that a Xfinity driver is probably gonna pull, go up and drive that car. Um, so yeah, we'll have to wait. Maybe we'll find out Tuesday. I'm not sure. I I'm sure they'll announce the number, but I really don't know. There's so much stuff going on. I wonder what's going to happen with the truck team. Who's? I know John Hunter Nemechek was saying that he's been dealing with stuff out of out of his control. So I'm assuming that's something with his ride. I mean, you we don't know. It's not even worth guessing because we're going to find out so soon. But I just wanted to mention it quick. I'll probably talk about it more later when we get the official announcement and they tell us everything else that's going to be going on. So... Yeah, that's that. So that's going to do it for today's episode. I'll be coming at you guys, hopefully from Bristol. Um, Next week, I'll probably do one with my buddies that are gone. They don't really watch NASCAR, so it'll be fun to have them on to see what they thought. They're going to think it's pretty crazy because it's Bristol. And, yeah, um, I'm going to be posting a ton over there, too, about all that. So stay tuned. I'll probably post like non-stop because there's gonna be so much cool stuff going on so it'll be a great week um and yeah i'll see you guys next sunday hopefully yeah or yeah because this night race ends real late so i'll do it sunday um i hope you guys enjoyed this race and come back next week for the podcast follow me on all my socials at first offense and have a good week i'll see you guys